Hey everyone, and welcome to the Why in Your Twenties. This is Fifi Net here. We are two counselors in our twenties, navigating our adulthood away from our home country. This is where we explore questions that might come across in our twenties, including relationships, identities, and all kinds of uncertainties. Some topics will be fun; others can be a bit scary and uncomfortable. But sit with it, because that's actually when we learn and grow. Just a friendly reminder: the information presented in this podcast is for general information purposes only. If you are struggling, please seek professional help. We might not have everything figured out yet, but together we can make this journey less lonely and scary. So, welcome, welcome on board and let the journey begin. Welcome back to season two. Season two. It's been a while. It's been quite a few weeks since we posted a new episode. If you're back, thank you for waiting. And if you're new, welcome. welcome. <laughs> so, what have we done for the past few weeks? Honestly, I feel like nothing much. You know. Really? We have done a lot. Like what? I mean, I don't know about the other parts of your life, but podcast-wise, we have we went for a cafe work right. meeting. It's something I always wanted to do because I saw people, you know, having like meetings and work. Okay, I just want to say something. So you ordered like she ordered completely wrong for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the croissant sorry, the croissant wasn't toasted. Okay, first and then second. I asked for ice long black. It came hot long black. Like it just came hot long black. I was like, "What?" So I ordered two things, and two things were incorrect. To be fair, normal croissant you don't toast it. Only if you know, like those croissant with like ham and cheese in it, then you no, toast. No, no, no. Toasted croissant is next level. Yeah, I know, but it, normally it's not an option. You know, it's always an option. No. Yes. No. As, as long as it's not like a bakery, bakery. Oh, okay. It's always an option. Well, I guess I always go to bakery, so I didn't know. Wow, wow. It's really rare for me to order croissant anyway. Anyways, you ordered it wrong. Sorry, I apologize. So disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so disappointed, you know. <laughs> what What else has been going on in your life? Like I feel like we took a break, but we never actually have a break. Yeah. I feel like I'm busier because I don't have to edit as much. Yeah. Then I have time to do other stuff, you know. Ah,、uh, what kind of other stuff? Like you mean resting? No, like social obligations, you know. What obligations? Sorry, I mean like social <laughs> responsibilities. No, Wait, like what? Social- <laughs> Gatherings, you social、know? gatherings.、It's, yeah, it it sounds like a burden to you. <laughs> no, it's not. I I mean, I enjoy them. I I I. It doesn't sound like <laughs> obligation, responsibility. <laughs> They're not bad. Those words are not bad. It it sounds more forceful. It's not. I'm I'm very willing to fulfill those obligations. Ah.、Uh, I'm happy to. I'm glad. <laughs> I actually don't feel much a difference. Because you still work on the Instagram stuff, but I do say I enjoy more instead of it feels like a deadline that I need to fulfill, and it feels like an obligation. It feels like a responsibility for me to do so. <laughs> anyway, I hope the audience don't miss us too much and can have a little break from our voice as well. So yeah, what will be our 
first topic of season two. Something we Nat and I often do. I'm very good at it. For ghosting. Do you have some experience on it? Like some mem- more memorable experience on whether like for both ghosting and being ghosted? I think I have deliberately ghosted people before. I think till now, the person still texts me from time to time, once a year. But I choose to ghost that person because because I feel like it's taking up too much energy to engage in that conversation. Yeah, I think that's the most... I won't say it's most memorable, but I something that I did differently from just what I would normally ghost people. Yeah. What about you? Do you have like... A most memorable ghosting experience. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a memorable one. I think because I ghost people too much. There are too many times I, I can't meet Cal. So I just simply ghost everyone. Like, I don't think there's one that stands out to me. Like, for example, I don't have a friend or like a person that would message me once a year and then I would just ghost them. Yeah, I think it's just more of like when someone asks me a question and I don't really have an answer for it. Mm. and it's not related to work it's not related to something urgent per se then i would ghost people and other times are it could just be like for example i see a notification and then i just lock my phone and then not respond i think that's one of my ways of just ghosting but it doesn't happen immediately right? i think it happens gradually like sometimes it's just like few minutes it, it gradually the length of me replying would be longer 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 until I don't respond at all. So for me, it's like it's very gradual to the point where I completely disengage. Yeah, it's in general, but it's applicable for everyone, you know? Uh, I think for my ghosting, the one that I just shared, that friend, that person, some people approach me looking for counseling advice or mental health support. Well, it depends. Is it counseling advice or mental support? Like counseling advice is just could be like which counselor they should be looking for or like where to look for counselors or look for mental support. I think that's completely fine, no? I think it's just, it's mainly like mental support where they are struggling. Oh, uh, okay. So it's more like she's reaching out to you and they assume, basically they assume the role of the client and then assume like making you the, the counselor. Yeah, and they ask quite a lot of diagnostic information. At the beginning, I'm like, I can just... <laughs> Refer them to DSM-5, you know? Yeah, like, just yeah, send yeah. them the PDF file. I'm just like, you know, um, <laughs> just in general, like, you well, can yeah, yeah, go course. to this. But to a point, I feel like it's not really a friend anymore, but it's more a consultant, and you feel like it's not two-way. Yeah, it's not balanced. Yeah. Right? So to me, it's also a gradual process. I respond and then I just takes more time to respond and slowly just not respond. My experience of being ghosted, I feel like it's a grieving process. For say I recently start online dating, if that person did not respond to me, I would just assume, oh, he m- might be busy. He's not ghosting me. And to anger is, why is he not responding to me? Like, what's wrong? And to sadness is, oh, well, he's not going to respond to me. And go to acceptance where, okay, move on. You know, is it similar to you? Honestly, I don't give it much thought. Like, who cares, man? (laughs) 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 Like, I don't analyze it. I don't really think much about it when people ghost me. 
most of the time I don't realize that people have ignored me. So how would you realize when people ghosted you? I don't. Oh, uh, well, it depends. I think like if I ask a question that I really want an answer to, yeah, it's more an important question rather than how was your day kind of thing. Then I would know that someone have ignored me or ghosted me. But then that doesn't happen often, you know. I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's fair enough. Yeah, because if you ask a question, even though it might take them a longer time to respond, but no, like I wouldn't consider that as ghosting. Mm. Because they still get back to me. Maybe just they just needed some time, you know, to yeah. think of what the answer is or what kind of response they want to give me. I actually agree. I feel like relief when people take longer to respond to me because then I don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> Respond that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But ghosting is so common online da- for online dating. Yeah, because there's no obligation. There's nothing keeping you there because you haven't met this person yet. Yeah. So it's like, even if I don't reply, respond, it's not going to hurt anyone. It feels like it's not going to hurt anyone at least. And it's easier. And I kind of feel like online dating promotes that behavior for some reason. I think the social expectations of online dating is encouraging that behavior. But online dating itself, it's not actually encouraging that behavior. You know, you yeah, know I, mean. I, I know. I know what you mean. And of course, if the relationship has been established for like a long period of time and that get ghosted, I guess the emotional impact is definitely stronger than a newly developed relationship. Yeah, I think in general, that's true. Yeah, I think for me as well, I feel I feel that way as well. Um, But at the same time, I think for me personally, the longer I text someone, I just lose interest very quickly in a person, regardless of what the relationship is. And then I would just start ghosting. Like that's one of the main reasons why I ghost people. You feel like the conversation is like dragging. Yeah, like it's either dragging, this person is not interesting. That's harsh to say no. <laughs> That's very harsh to say. Um, <laughs> I hope I'm not the not interesting person. No, but to be fair, I completely agree. Like you're not talking about that person is not interesting, but you're just talking about that conversation is not interesting. Yeah, the topic at hand is not interesting. Yeah, yeah so I'm like, eh. sometimes it's, even, it's not even that. Like sometimes the, the topic could be interesting, but I'm like, no, you don't have to do this over text. I'm just going to disappear like whenever i see you next we can continue this conversation so i'm just gonna disappear but yeah definitely i think it happens to us as well how so like you find me boring not interesting no i'm not saying about like you being not interesting or me being not interesting but i actually got an example here i think it's just happened so naturally that if i just randomly scroll through it will happen for say i send you a picture of the leaf uh the plant we kind of go back and forth one or two times and I can feel this conversation is ending. I can feel that's not much. It's running away, you know? Yeah, it's running away. <laughs> I mean, it's fading out, so. Yeah, yeah, I feel like this conversation was not needed in the first place. It's needed. No, it is so stupid. Like, it's so, like, there's no information. Like, there's no, there's, there's, there's no content, you know? There is. The content is so minimal that you don't even need it, you know? No. I, I sent you a new picture of my plant. Wow. I, which I didn't ask for, by the way. <laughs> I just thought, oh, maybe Viv might be bored at work or I don't know. So I'll just send you a picture of my new plant. Right. Thank you for that. Well, we can stop texting for like two and a half weeks. We really don't talk at all. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. See, I put an effort by sending you a green plant. What effort have you put in our friendship? <laughs> wow, this is so horrible. You know, you're so horrible. <laughs> Let's not go down that road. Anyway, um, yeah, going back is first thing is disinterest. Oh, we forgot to mention um these reasons we have found it from a paper that we'll link it in the description box if you want to have a further look into it because it's very interesting. It's a very interesting read. It's some reason that I've never thought, but then after I read it, I'm like. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think the the second reason was um to avoid confrontations, conflicts, which is quite true. Yeah, you can say that again. Which is quite true. <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> I love that you can find fun from tiny stuff. But yeah, I think it's definitely quite true. I don't know, like for me, especially for me, that I think we've established that I'm very avoidant. You know, when when someone asks me if I'm free on that day, free on this day, I just want to ghost that person because I know I'm not gonna be free, and I don't want to say no. Like you don't wanna make a huge scene or bother yeah. people and change all the plans just for you. Yeah, it's just like. Eh. Especially in big groups, I can like completely not reply, and then I don't feel guilty at all. But then if it's one on one, I would feel a little bit guilty, but I would still ghost. I fully understand, you know, like that avoidance that you don't wanna bother people or like change things. But have you ever thought maybe people care about you as well and want to include you in the plan, and it's not a burden to them to change plans? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Yeah, I can can tell she's very avoided, <laughs> but I I do the same thing. Not in particular around plans, but opinion wise, I'm more open to voice up my opinion in person because I feel like in person you can see a lot more different non-verbal cues for for say my tone, my facial expression. Whereas through text, it's just text. There's nothing else. Uh-huh. So if it's when someone says something you disagree with, then you kind of just avoid it and not not reply, and then ghost that person. Yeah, or sometimes I'm just like laugh react, even though I'm not really laughing, and just to let the conversation dies down. I think that's kind of an avoidant with confrontation or like conflict coming up as well. Right, that's very true. But I I think it also mentioned about avoidance of emotional intimacy. For me, it's different. I feel like it's easier for me to express. My love through texting. True, I agree. I think it's how I relate to this reason is I know I'm starting to rely on this person more,、mm. and then I will start ghosting this person. But I agree with you that to express your gratitude, express your love, is so much easier through texting. So, do you feel like you can kind of sense you are getting more reliant on that person, so you distance yourself through texting? Oh, I didn't know you can get. Emotional intimacy from texting. No, I think it's to avoid it. Like you already have that relationship with this person outside of texting. This is a very good friend or like a good partner or whatever. At least for me, like if I know I I'm relying on this person on certain aspects of my life, then I will start not replying on messages to stop that continuance. Okay, that is very interesting. 
I know I'm such an interesting person, right? What? Interesting is a very nice word to describe it because yeah. I would say it's dysfunctional, but okay. Because if you kind of close and feel like it's a if that person is a good person in real life, don't you want to keep that connection as well? Yeah, but at the same time, you know, like to protect yourself. Okay, let's move on. And I guess that's where the avoidance attachment coming in. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> and not only to protect myself, but also to protect <laughs> other people. Wow, that's um, so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> to also protect other people. That's why I also ghost. For example, I don't want to be upfront or straightforward in saying, okay, I, I don't want to continue this conversation anymore. I feel like that might hurt the other person. Very negative about themselves. That's why I would rather ghost someone than actually telling them, okay, this conversation, I'm not that interested anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I think that goes back to the first story that I shared about that friend. I think I'm not saying, you know, I'm on the higher end where I'm not going to protect that person. No, but I think it's more, I don't know how to say it out as well. But I think that's the motivation, but sometimes it doesn't actually protect the other person. That's why it's definitely not on the high end saying, okay, I want to protect everyone this way. Yeah. Like that, it's not It's not that. And I guess it's all like assumption and you're overthinking anyway, so nothing can be proved to be correct or wrong. Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the reasons to ghost people, to protect other people. That would be coming from like a quote unquote good heart. But at the same time, like sometimes it could be something negative as well. Where like for example, like establishing a dominance in the relationship, having that power. I have this power over you. You don't have any control in how we communicate. I would say quite dysfunctional way of very obvious dysfunctional way of ghosting someone. I think that's the point that when I read the article, I'm like, hmm, interesting. Like, I would never have thought that is one of the reasons, but it's definitely one of the reasons and it's very subconscious in our mind. We yeah. do it very subconsciously. For say, going back to online dating, texting, the amount of time that the other person take to respond for my text, I would take exact same amount if not even longer to reply and i know this is very childish this is very immature and i didn't realize i did it until i reflect on it and i'm like oh that is established dominance because i afraid to let the other person feel that i care about him more than he care about me and that's insecurity that brought up definitely so yeah yeah, definitely the insecurity part where like you don't want other people to know that you care more about them than they do of you. I completely agree with you. I resonate a lot with that. When I was in high school, I did that very often. When this person would reply me after 10 minutes, I would be like, hmm, I'm going to reply you in 11 minutes. Just a bit more, just to establish that dominance. At mm -hmm. that time, I wasn't aware of I was doing that. But now, looking back, reflecting on it, I agree, it's very childish. But that's what I did, mm. unfortunately. And now I think it's funny because I feel like I do the opposite thing now. Because it's turned into an obligation in a negative way that when someone replied me in 10 minutes, I would reply no more than 9 minutes. I don't want them to feel bad. I hope they're not aware of it. Oh, that's interesting. Because yes, I agree the first part that I would do it differently. I would respond quicker. But to me, it's 
oh, I throw the ball back to you. That's the responsibility back on you that you need to reply <laughs> instead of me taking the responsibility and burden to respond. That's partially it. Yeah, I think that's partially it as well. Mm. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I think that's just the insecurities in us that pushes us to act this way, act in a very immature way of just, mm. oh, I'm going to reply you just a bit later, just a bit longer, just to establish that dominance. And it's something very, like, yeah, it's something very intangible or something that actually doesn't exist as well. Like the dominance is created in your head. Yeah, it's very fake. Yeah, like yeah. the other person actually may not even put in that consideration. So the dominance is just in your head. Exactly. It's about us overthinking and it's very subconscious. If I don't read this article, I would have never thought this is a dominant. Yeah. I wouldn't categorize that as yeah. dominance, right? So interesting. Yeah, I always enjoy these articles to enhance our knowledge in different domains, I guess. Mm. And yeah, and going back to the reasons for it, I think currently I resonate with this the most. It's feelings of overwhelmed. Because you're so overwhelmed that you ghost people and you don't... Like for me, I would consider that as not having that mental capacity to respond. Yeah, I think this is quite common for me. Like whenever I'm stressed, whenever I'm overwhelmed, I would not reply to texts. Yeah, or I would assign a certain time to reply. Especially when, for say I'm taking a train to work... I would reply to all the texts and then do other stuff. That's so hard though. I feel like that's very hard in just allocating that hour or like half an hour just to reply to texts. It's so, you know, it's so exhausting. It's not like I write down my schedule book and say, hey, oh, yeah, yeah, 7.30 to 8 a.m., I'm going to reply text. No, but I just observe myself replying more often when I'm on the train. Okay. So is that a, an ongoing thing that you do or is it to avoid ghosting? Or is it when you are feeling overwhelmed, then that's what you kind of rely on to reply to messages? I think it's an ongoing thing. Not when I feel overwhelmed, I do this. But more like I do this to avoid feeling overwhelmed. Oh, so you're overwhelmed It's from replying to messages. It's not like overwhelmed in just life in general. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, okay. it's different. Okay. So I know if I power up messages, one, it's not only about the amount of text that you need to get back, but two, the shame and guilt that you have of not responding, that adds up and to that point you're like, oh, it's too late. It's gone too far. I'll just ghost, which is the last thing that you want to do if you care about the person. I think we understand this point quite differently. Because, like, I would say, like, if it's feelings of overwhelmed, it's not because of the text messages itself. It's adding on to that text messages and also feeling overwhelmed with other stuff mm. that I don't even have the capacity to feel guilty. Right. It's not about caring about this person, what they think of you, what they think of the relationship itself. It's more like you have zero energy in replying. And I think that's catch-22. Like you feel overwhelmed in life, so you don't respond or you ghost people. That add extra burden or like feelings of overwhelmed because you feel like, oh, there's so many messages that I haven't responded. Then you feel more overwhelmed in life. I think it's a cycle, you reckon? I guess, but I think for me, I don't see it as a cycle because if you're so overwhelmed, you don't you don't feel stressed from ghosting. Your energy is not spent on 
right on the messages itself so you have no but it could it could be i think it depends on how overwhelmed you feel that is true but again i'm not trying to bring up online dating again <laughs> but you are <laughs> but it's very different i recently just completely ghosted everyone that i've been talking to because i feel overwhelmed and i just stopped there overwhelmed in the sense where there are too many conversations going yeah too many conversations going maybe you should stick with one person yes but that's still overwhelming then what's the overwhelmness coming from where where is it coming from it's coming from i could never talk to more than two people but then the patterns are there the type of question that they ask the conversation content is quite similar so it's boring. boring Okay, so it's not feeling overwhelmed. It's just boring itself. I guess it's boring, but then you still need to reply because one, I don't never want to ghost people, and two, I'm trying to improve my texting. I think it's like a lot of things. Like overwhelmed, of course, it comes from different things. It comes from I need to reply, but also don't want to respond, and also disappointment on myself because hey, Natalie, you said that you wanna improve in texting, but your behavior kind of. Contradict to what you want to do. I guess some guilt and shame and disappointment and overwhelm. I think that's just a lot going on. Mm, yeah, I think being ghosted definitely uh, is very obvious that they will be affected for mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. But as you said, like even when you're ghosting someone, you're feeling so much, so much of these emotions. Yeah, shame, guilt, disappointment in yourself and all that. It's just even ghosting someone. It really. Brings out a lot of emotions out of you. Yeah. So people out there that often being ghosted, you're not alone. The people that ghosted you are suffering as well. So yeah. So be happy about that. We're we're suffering too. Like every <laughs> everyone who I've ghosted, I'm suffering too. And it feels like we shouldn't be. Uh, at least for me, like I feel like I shouldn't be joking about it. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no one's gonna stop me from joking. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean like the consequences. I feel like I shouldn't be having any because it's my decision. It's my behavior. I decided to do this. The consequence shouldn't be like something so so negative. You know, like it's you feel like it should be more like other other emotions. I don't know. And this is where the interesting part because the paper mentioned people who get ghosted, their psychological consequences. Last longer than individual that ghosted others. So when you mentioned it's my decision to ghost, and I feel like we can rationalize ourselves out easier as a ghoster when compared to the person that got ghosted. They have no idea what's going on. They just like why? Why did you just stop replying? They can internalize it as they are a boring person. Their conversation is dry. Did I say something wrong? Is it my fault? It lasts longer that guilt than a ghoster who feel guilty of not replying. But then, as a ghoster, I often can rationalize this. I'm just overwhelmed. I need some space. Anything else you want to add? I guess we just completely skip the role of technology. But I yeah, think that's be- okay. It's because we don't have yeah. time. I'm gonna delete it anyways. Why bother recording? <laughs> you really insist. <laughs> You know, like twice or three times, <laughs> the fixation. I'm trying to learn from <laughs> wow, you. Wow! Please don't. <laughs> uh, I think the 
first time you say no is like when we are typing those questions and you just type no. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second time I said, I'll still talk about it, but you said, I'll delete it anyway. And then this is the third time. <laughs> I'm very persuaded. You know, I have to be stubborn. I have to learn from you. Wow, that's so many good for you to learn. <laughs> really? From you? Really? And you learn this? <laughs> that's the only, like, the, the best thing I can think of, you know? <laughs> I'm kidding, no. No, you're not kidding. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I know. Anyway. But yeah, I think there are a lot of emotions or psychological consequences related to ghosting. And being ghosted, just a list of different emotions that we experience. Yeah, and we briefly talked about relief as well Yeah. earlier. In both ways, I, I would say it's a relief. Yeah. Ghosting, it could be a relief. It's like, okay, like I'm completely done. I'm not going to engage anymore. Yeah. And then from being ghosted part, it's like, Hey, I don't have to reply anymore. Most of the time, that's when I feel relief. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yay, it's not just me. <laughs> it's like, I don't have to reply to you. You're yes. so dysfunctional. Oh my goodness. You too. We are. Okay. <laughs> and actually, a little story I think of is, one time I have a friend that sent me uh, Instagram Reels, and it's about ramen. And it's not the ramen that you think of, but it's about the person that... Okay, I hope he's not listening to this, but... I hope you are. <laughs> he sent me a reels about the guy who invented Shin Ramen passed away. Oh no. And I'm like, oh no. <laughs> are you sure you said oh no? No, I didn't. I, I ghosted him because I'm like, oh, okay, I don't really eat Shin Ramen. But it's sad. Yeah, but within our conversation, Shin Ramen never popped up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I get if there's an inside joke of Shin yeah. Ramen. Like, I, I, I understand. But there's nothing, and I'm just like... Maybe he said it to you incorrect, like it was an accident. Oh, well, well then, that I've never thought of, but... Because it's real, right, on Instagram? Yeah. It's quite easy to send it incorrectly. Because you just forward, yeah. Maybe... Well, if you're listening and you send it wrongly, then let me know because I got really confused. But also going back, I, I don't want to, I want to avoid confrontation. So. Why don't you just put like a question mark? It's, like, huh? it's rude. It's rude to what? just ask questions and then it makes the other person feel awkward as well because they're like, oh, is it a weird way to send this? I feel like no. I feel like if you're just sending reels i think it's okay because sometimes it's very out of the blue so many reels are just like like what like huh it makes no sense but always is you don't get a joke yeah so if that person received question mark question mark then that means oh my joke didn't deliver it well okay i think it's your insecurities that's coming yeah. out <laughs> you're projecting <Gotcha>. <laughs> No, but I, I seriously, I think like a very high percentage, high chance of him sending it incorrectly. Yeah, it might just be an accident, you know. So you can feel the relief. Mm, I don't really feel much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, I think we were talking about like texting and ghosting because it's increasing. It's increasing quite a lot because it's so much easier through social media. We just hide behind the phone. Like you don't actually have to physically see the consequence of what you're actually doing, what mm. your behavior actually is actually causing, how negative it's causing the other person to feel. 
the negative impacts of it you don't actually see it that's why it's so much easier for us to actually go somewhere at least for me personally it's so easy i'm completely just hiding behind the screen like in real life it will be much harder for me to do so and i'll feel so much more guilt in doing that yeah at least on the phone you can laugh react even in real life on your end it's not really laughing (laughs) like you don't like those emoji that is like cry out loud and now we got the tilted one like tilted laugh laughing out loud i mean the other person is not doing the on the other side of the phone (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) you know what we can do you know in real life we can have like different emojis you just print it out and then on a stick and then you just like whenever you want to go with someone You just hold it up to like a certain one. It's like okay, crying or like heart or like like whatever. Oh you know, my goodness! Thumbs up. Absolutely. Can you create that? Like, can you on Saturday or like or, I, or during work? Yeah, can you yeah. please? I want a set. I want it too. <laughs> That'll be so fun. Yeah, exactly, and it's I think it's a good tool with, for for counseling as well with kids. With kids. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yes. Please, I'm I'm looking forward to and remember to laminate it. Ooh. I really like. It. I, yeah. <laughs> well, it's not that I'm using office resources to do so. No, no, it it, <laughs> it will help. It will help your counseling sessions. Okay, okay. And then just create extra sets. Yeah. What if you lose it? Yeah, what if I lose yeah, it? What right? if yeah. the kids are just like ruining it, you know? <laughs> oh my goodness, I absolutely love this idea. But yeah, it's such an interesting conversation and... And a lot of time we overthink a lot as well. So oh yeah, this I think this whole episode is just us overthinking. Like who, like nobody cares about us ghosting them. You know? <laughs> Do you remember? It's the last story. Do you remember <laughs> uh, when we were practicing the half marathon, and then we both overthink of the same reason, so we hesitant to text each other. Yeah, I I think that's we we need reasons to text each other. You know, like we only text each other for certain things. Like when we were running for the marathon, we text each other quite quite often. You know. Yeah, like screenshotting how much I have run today. Yeah, but we never actually ghost each other for that. Like we would actually react. So we just need reasons to text each other. Well, isn't that how texting works? That you always have a reason to text? No, you know, like sometimes you don't need a reason to text. The reason doesn't have to be like a specific thing. It just could be, okay, I want to talk to this person. That's the motivation. Like me sending you a plant? (laughs) There's no reason. Okay, so thank you for listening for today and we'll see you next time. But in the meantime, you can follow us on uh, our social media, Instagram handle whyinyour20s.pod. There are a lot of amazing little drawings, very cute drawings, a lot of reels, funny reels. And we'll also post unreleased content as well. So please check us out there. And in the meantime, take care of yourself. Try texting someone you been ghosting for no reason for no good reason only then try texting try reaching out and probably identify some of those reasons for ghosting as well because i think for me personally it really helped in identifying those reasons and actually helping me to overcome those reasons as well again that awareness like once you catch yourself doing it it actually encouraged the improvement of certain forever what reason that you're ghosting so yeah and I think for us, it's like sometimes it's just insecurities and we have to just work through that in order to improve on not ghosting someone. Yeah. Oh, insecurity is such a big thing yeah. for me. 
Oh, sorry. I mean, like, yeah, for me, but also yeah for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, for us. <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yay! Insecurities. Ooh. Okay. Yay. Okay. Yeah. So in the meantime, do that. Really, just having that awareness, discovering about yourself, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.